Hey, Rifters. Welcome to the show. Subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, this is coming out next week, so I got a couple dates. Uh, Huntington Beach, uh, February 28th at the Rec Room with TJ Miller. Get your tickets today, www.recroomhb.com. We got a great guest. Alan Lee will not be here. Victor will not be here. It'll just be me writing solo. We got a great guest, the great Charlie Barons will be here. Uh, you've seen him on MTV. You've seen him on Comedy Central. And he has a new stand-up special coming out, I believe, next week. The great Charlie Barons is going to be rifting with us, and we're going to talk to him. We're going to get to know him. And uh, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. We've been trying to do this, actually, for six months and today's the day, ladies and gentlemen. Today's the day. <laughs> As always, if you like it, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, and we'll see you next week. Enjoy, Charlie Barons. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor. And Alan Lee, right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey, Hello. Charlie. How you doing? Good. How are you, man? Good. What's going on? How much? Thank you so much for uh, letting me interview you, pal. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, my, uh, how I came, came uh, to know about you is my, my father saw you do stand up and he told me that, uh, you were the funniest comic he, he's ever seen. And I was like, what about me? He's like, yeah, yeah. he's like, he said you were funnier than me. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Well, to be fair, if my dad went to see you, he would definitely tell me that you were funnier than me too. So, you know, <laughs> works that way as well yeah and uh oddly enough my father's name is charlie as well oh no kidding well you gotta tell charlie <laughs> i says hi and then i heard that you also tell your dad i says hi okay yeah definitely uh Here, I, got, I got i got a question for you you want to see two sketches and you want to tell me which one you like more of course i don't approve this right now so i figure maybe uh maybe you want that all right Today's forecast is 56 degrees with a 10% chance of rain. And that's today's forecast is 56 degrees. So that's with music. Yeah. This is, this is, um, no one more. Tell me which one you like better. Here's the next one. Today's forecast is 56 degrees with a 10% chance of rain. <laughs> and that's today's forecast. I like the music. The music? Okay. Because yeah. cool. the right, music, music gives you kind of like that, because uh, you it, it's a news thing, but it's like it tells you it's going to be a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, okay, cool, man. Well, thanks for helping me decide on that decision. So, yeah, what's cooking? How much? Uh, before we before we start, is anyone else like going towards music, or are they saying no music? Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, was I the only one you asked? 
Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, two cribes. And let's see. Like, is it 50-50 at least, or more towards music? Uh, we're going to ask the team. That's a good point. I want to ask the team and make a decision. Um, yeah. yeah, no worries. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. All right, so all right. uh, I wanted to start off because uh, you have 11 uh, siblings, and one of them's also name is Charlie, too. Is that right or is that wrong? No, no, I'm, I'm, well, oh, you mean when I listed off the names in the special? Oh, so you're naming yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. I said I'm one of 12 kids. That's Andy, Charlie, Bill, that's the Americans, you know, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say there's two Charlies in the. No, well, I do have two sisters named Mary. One's name is Mary Ellen and the other is, um, 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 Mary uh, Kate. So, oh, I didn't know you were related to Mary Kate Ashley. Uh, <laughs> Mary Kate Ashley. Did I say that? <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley? I don't know. No, Terrible no. Joke. Mary Kate. Mary Kate. Um, Mary Kate and Ashley, man, talk about um, huge full house fan back in the day. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. I actually, uh, I actually opened up for Saget like the last three months of his life. Wow. So, yeah. So what was that like? It, it was fun. I mean, uh, I, I was getting close with him, but like I met him through Norm McDonald and I, I toured with Norm for nine years. Wow. And, yeah. So then when Norm died, Saget kind of like took over, you know, that, so that, deal yeah wow that's incredible man super super lucky i mean that's those are legends right there that's amazing oh. so uh you have a new comedy uh special coming out uh yeah. is this like your first hour or what kind of like what is this uh yeah this would be my first hour yeah 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 well i mean it's yeah it's my first hour i suppose um uh, and, um, you know, some of it, um, is like newer, I guess, but other stuff I've been working on for years. So it, it, it's always kind of interesting when you put out your first hour, cause it's got a lot of memories going to that, you know? Yeah. Are you, are you excited or like, are you, like when you were uh, re getting ready to record it, like what was going through your head on that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I self-produced it. So, um. I was, there was a little nerve wracking, yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool, very cool to do. And it felt so grateful and thankful for all the people, you know, who were, I had so many people help with it. And that's really what I think you think at the end of shooting all this is just, a, I, how as good, uh, it does or how as bad as it does, it was, you know, there, there were so many people that made it possible, which I'll forever, you know, really be grateful for. Um, yeah. Really, really good folks. So, well, it's also kind of cool because we live in a day of age where, like, for example, we don't need like networks to produce the specials. We could just do it ourselves, and then you know we could sell them or whatever. But like, we could own the content, you know. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I certainly like that. My whole thing is kind of built off that, um, you know, so because I, I would not have and I did not get, you know, roles that I auditioned for often, if ever, it wasn't really till I created one that I was, you know, consistently booked, I guess we'll call it, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, like, when, before you got into comedy, you were interviewing people on red carpets and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yep. I did uh, carpet reporting. I did traditional journalism as well. Um, I've done sit-down interviews, kind of all that sort of stuff, yeah. Who, who's the hardest person you've ever had to interview? Um, I mean, Chevy Chase was particularly difficult. Yeah. From what I recall. But it could have just been an off day for the guy. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I've I've met Chevy a couple times. It, it's not an off day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does, he doesn't do stand up or anything, does he? No, but I I wrote on on Norm's podcast and Norm interviewed him. So oh yeah, it was. Um, you know, he liked Norm, but, like, he didn't really like any of the writers we, when, like, we would pitch jokes or whatever. So, he, you know, so, like, then Norm would say, I actually wrote these jokes, not the other people. I don't know. It That's was, That's but, yeah. but, yeah, I mean, um, so, like I said, the and I, then I met him at the comedy store because uh, his daughter works there. So, I guess he was just there to, like, pick her up or whatever. Oh, uh. yeah. Both times he wasn't very uh, nice. Super friendly. Yeah. He's got that reputation, that's for sure. And, yeah. uh, you know, maybe, maybe he's just misunderstood? Question mark, question mark. Explanation, boy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wanted to ask you, oh, why do you think uh, the uh, comedians are like, cause like, you know, when you, you've also hosted a game show and I wanted to ask you that cause like a lot of game shows will hire comedians to host them. And I always find that like very fascinating because like when I do stand up, I don't like want to do game shows, but yeah, game shows want standups. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, it's basically because you want someone who's comfortable presenting information setups i guess and then also someone who's got an improv background um i would assume it's a lot of improv uh just because some weird always happens on game shows you know really? but i think that's kind of a newer thing like was alex trebek uh uh like what was his deal before he was alex trebek i have no idea you know yeah. um or bob barker was bob barker uh a stand-up? No, I don't think so. But he yeah. was like, he had that uh, that cleansiness where, like, he was funny. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I, I, so I was, when I was first coming up, there was kind of like, um, there was journalists, there was comedians, and then there was this hosting space. And that hosting field used to be massive like there were people that were hosts there was training to be hosts and then uh, over time the last 10 years that pool has gotten less and less and less and less and there's very few traditional hosts now they are influencers of some sort or comedians um because youtube basically said anybody can host and uh, if anybody can 
is so I think it just became like, um, you know, they would get not just anybody, they would get anybody with a following to host their stuff as opposed to just anybody who was a quote unquote host. And I think in that, that sort of when, um, that's the period when a lot of like, uh, comedians started to get hired for these hosting things and influencers and stuff. I think I could be wrong about that, but that's just what comes to mind. Yeah. And that's probably like something that like came in your path too, you know, like, um, like, uh, like, what do you mean on like comedy coming into my yeah. life? Like that's probably how, you know, and they say, Hey, look, you're actually funny. You should host this, this game show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Cause I had the improv background, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I was very good at hosting that show. You gotta, you gotta be, uh, you gotta find your voice before you start hosting. I think otherwise it's comes across as a little corny, maybe you know, right. scripted or read or, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, if I were to go back and watch those tapes, I would imagine they wouldn't be very good. What I would that's imagine. Like, I would like, that's the thing. Cause like, uh, I would be such a terrible host. Like I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't even like, like my friend, Jamie Kennedy, he, he hosted his own show and he yeah, was good yeah. at that. But like, he doesn't, you know, if he did other stuff, I don't think he would enjoy it. You know what I mean? Cause he created the show he hosted. Oh yeah. Well, that's a different thing. I, th- I think if you kind of create, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'll be like, oh, I could do it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it, like if that's a, that even is something like with acting. Sometimes I think about like at one point I really would have done anything to be like on like Chicago Fire or whatever just to get a thing. Right. But now I mean I kind of think more of like like it's less about just acting and it's more about like well what what do I want to spend my time doing, you know, to a certain degree. And maybe that's a, that's probably a very privileged um, thing to say, but I, th- I think it's, it, it's not, it's also like, even if you like creating your thing or like um, any comedian doing their thing and putting it out every week, it's like, you only have so much time to put stuff out. Yeah if you think of it more about a time thing and uh what you want to say what you personally want to say then that really um limits the stuff that um maybe uh you would do but you know i guess it depends how important the other opportunities are we've seen chicago fire before great show but it's kind of the same thing every time you know right (laughs) it's like nsi uh uh what you might call it it's like there's a new city each you know and you're like yeah new city same (laughs) shit happens you know yeah there's a murder okay yeah which honestly is still entertaining no matter how many times you do it it's formulaic i think it's a formulaic deal now do you do you find acting to be uh tough for you because i i know you do some but it seems like you you care more about comedy you know um, I, I just care about telling, um, the story, I guess, um, 
Boy, that's a pretentious way of saying it, isn't it, Charlie? <laughs> you really just care about telling a story? Is that it? No, I mean, I, I mean, comedy, yeah, definitely. But I, I was just talking about maybe like a horror film could be fun, you know. But like projects, you know, I'm working on some songs. Not all of them are funny. Yeah. Um, they're all have funny elements in them, but you know, it's just kind of like just staying open and enjoying it uh, really enjoying it trying to enjoy it and not um always being in a place where you know you're rushing to the next thing where you're enjoying this thing and it's not just a deadline but it's like you know something yeah. that is a deadline but you're having fun with it and that way you don't wake up and you know when you when you're finished with all of it and you're like you know what was awesome back when i thought everything would would go away you know <laughs> it, it gave me this energy you know yeah. uh which which i i i you know you definitely have that fear that everything all that would go away but i'm trying to embrace that you know that's kind of fun it's kind of exciting, yeah. you know well see here's one of the things why i love about podcasting because like for example i mean i think uh it's hypocritical for me to say oh i'll never do movies if like a, mo a movie gets offered me it's like okay i'll probably do it but that's not where my heart is you know what i mean so like uh, I, I like podcasting because it's like i feel i could learn more about comedy or you know writing or hosting game shows or whatever just to learn more about because i find that so fascinating where movie the only thing i would find fascinating is the script you know not like actually acting yeah well that's a good indicator that yeah i'm you know it's it's goofy yeah i see exactly what you're saying and um at the same time so, and this is, I'm almost bringing this up to question myself as well. Sometimes it's like, sometimes you don't like something because you're not familiar with it, you know? Right. Yeah. And then, so, so there have been things in my life that I haven't wanted to do at all. I, I, I didn't think I had time for it. I didn't think I would be good at it. And then I did it because people around me who I trusted uh, said, no, that's a good idea. Don't be an idiot. And I did it. And now I see it life a, a little bit of a different way. So it's kind of tough. It, you know, it's always finding, I think what you got to do, you got to do the gut check. You got to say, okay, do I want to do this or not? A lot of times it's no, because we're just lazy as people, you know? Right. Yeah. People, people are very lazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, not, nothing against it. It's just like, we're creatures of comfort. We're comfortable. We're not cavemen anymore. You know, we're not used to like running away from uh, saber tooth tigers, but like, <laughs> So if you sit there though and and you think after the fact like do you wish you could say you did this uh and the answer is yeah for sure well then you should do it even if you don't really want to do it you know like i like i like the idea that that's done and off my list or not off my list but that i did it you know if you like the idea of you doing it i think it's probably worth doing yeah, yeah. i think I think you and I should, we should like get together and write a horror movie, but, uh, like, uh, like you, like we, it could be a horror movie, but it could be like comedy horror. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. yeah, there's, there's a lot of similarities there. I mean, there, there, there's, um, well, get out, um, most recently, I think really, um, I think, um, 
I, well, you know, I haven't seen a lot of horrors recently, I suppose. So I don't know if Get Out is most recent, but there's a lot of overlap in comedy and horror, you know, just uh, a surprise. In, in my screenwriting class, we watched this movie called Wait Until Dark, and it was like a 1960 movie. And it was basically like a, a three people are robbing this blind chick or whatever, and it's a horror movie because, like, you know, it like that's the attention but we're watching it in screenwriting class i'm the only one laughing and everyone's looking at me like i'm an idiot but i see the jokes you know what i mean and yeah, everything i, I watch so <laughs> yeah that that's all that that is all that matters right there you know because <laughs> like yeah, it's I, funny it's it is it, there's i mean you can recut all those scenes and turn it into comedy real quick yeah uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, when you do stand-up, do you do stand-up, like, uh, do you take the mic out of the stand, or do you leave the mic in the stand? Because there's people uh, who, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I take it out, but, you know, it's kind of fun to, um, if you take it out, to just do 20 minutes with it in. Yeah. And, um see if you can see if you find something different in a joke sometimes you get it sometimes to break yourself from a rhythm of telling a joke a certain way sometimes if you sit instead of stand you sit on the stool and tell you know your whole set that way you can kind of find something else um but i take it out yeah all right you? and me i've never taken it out never once like um that's just how I was, I don't know, that was just how I was just trained because I feel like the stand is like a shield between the audience. So, like, if if they don't like your jokes or whatever, the stand is where it ends. You know what I mean? You know what? You should try taking it out, and I'll try doing that for a whole show. See if, right. see if we learn anything. Yeah, I'll learn. Uh, I'm never taking it out again, I guess. <laughs> Well, you got to try a couple times. You can never just do it once, you know, especially something that won't hurt you, like taking it out of the stand. Because maybe if you get used to it, maybe you'll yeah. find something. Maybe it's your thing. But well, I, don't I, don't, I don't walk around when I when I do stand-up. A lot of people do. And I think probably that helps me. You know, like I just stay put. Well, that I mean, that is, that is a bold and um, often a scarier thing for most people to just not move. So, but, but maybe, I mean, it's also like movement is another tool. So I don't know. I mean, but maybe it's your thing. So what do I know? You know, I mean, I really don't know. No, I mean, I feel, you know, there, there is no answer to anything. I feel that the only reason why we, we as humans get better at comedy or even better at life is just by learning from other people. You know what I mean? Yeah, we are we are the we are the machines. Yeah, from other machines, you know. I mean that that's how I that's how I because no one's perfect and no one's not perfect. You know what I mean? That's true. It's so, all subjective. Wow, we're getting we're getting deep here. Yeah, philosophy. Here. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, what's the what's your favorite type of cheese in Wisconsin? Because I know like they're a big uh, cheese people. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. um, 
Um, well, I like the the squeaky cheese curds. Yeah. Oh, you ever have yourself squeaky cheese curds? No, no. Well, you don't know what you're missing. Oh, okay. Yeah, curds so fresh you put them in your mouth and they squeak. <laughs> oh, wow! I like Yeah. the spray-on cheese. You know, the ones in the can. Yeah, the chemical cheese. Like you just the one the, the cheese you can huff while you eat. You know. Yeah, yeah. You just walk around and just huff it like it's an asthma thing. Yeah, something, something. Yeah, that's that's funny. I like my cheese with, I like my cheese with the something that destroys the ozone. I don't think I don't think it still destroys the ozone, but that'd be yeah, my favorite cheese is the cheese that destroys the ozone. Yeah, that'd be a funny bit if it were still a thing. But. And then it's, but it'd be a cheesy bit. Oh, yeah. God, that's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, it would. It'd be a very cheesy bit. now, I, I wanted to ask you, because like uh, COVID, COVID was terrible, but would you say that COVID, like a lot of people, uh, it kind of helped you in a way because a lot of people came to know who you were? Um, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, it helped me. Screwed Yeah. the uh, over the whole freaking planet, but you know what? I came out okay. I mean, so yeah, <laughs> but you know yeah. what the, uh, you know what the question I was trying to say with the question, like, but. Oh, look, I do think I, I think in every, um, I think I got lucky with the sense that I was doing this stuff for a couple years leading up to COVID. I was already in the habit of doing these videos consistently. And then when COVID came, everybody was locked inside watching videos on their phone. And I just so happened to be in the business of providing videos, you know, so um, doing them on a consistent basis and not at the whim of a um, of a production crew or a, I'm a, sort of a self-contained crew. At least at that point, I think I was doing it all by myself then. But shortly thereafter, I started hiring um, other people to help me. Um, you know, uh, the folks who work with me now, so, um, no, it did, it did do well. Yeah. I think a lot of entertainment did well at that point. <clears throat> Yeah, because, like, everyone has – because, like, I noticed, like, uh, my stand-up special, which I released, it, it bombed, but my podcast, my subscribers went up. So, like, I don't know if that's good on me, but – No, that's great. That's great. I mean, you were doing it at a, at the at the right time, and um, ah, it's super cool. Yeah, Yeah. and good for It, you to be, you know, be doing that at the right time too. You know, there yeah. there was a lot of a lot of interesting stuff going on then, but to to at least channel that energy, that anxiety or whatever it was into something creative. I mean, that, that's fun. Now, do you enjoy doing interviews over Zoom or do you and do you prefer to do it like a studio where like people are there? You know what I mean? I mean, it's always a, you always get a probably better interaction in person, but at the same time, you have more access. You know, uh, it's always it's a lot easier to say no um, it, it, if it's in person because it takes the whole thing out of your day. So I think you have better access, you know, and people willing to give you a little time, you Yeah. know. And it's Um, like if you do it over Zoom, there there's really no reason why John Cusack should say no, right?
Well, I, I, you know, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has he said no to you a bunch? Is that the deal? No, no, I was just making a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they're all still going to say no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I suppose it doesn't matter. If the, if, you know, I don't really know. But yeah, it's easier. It lowers the barrier. Now I got, I got three more questions because I want to respect your time. One, I wanted to ask you, uh, did you ever work with Stephen Root? Um, in uh, he was in Cedar Rapids. Yeah, I I never saw it, so I didn't know if you had the same scenes with him. No, 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 no. I, I was a PA. I, I was the walkie PA. I, I was getting coffee and charging walkies, and I was in um I was in one scene as uh uh as a pool boy out of focus. Um, uh-huh. Way way out of focus. So. No, Steven, he was on set, I think, a couple days on that. I that was that was a, right when I graduated. Yeah, I think he's he's one of the, the funniest uh, character actors. And I also feel he doesn't know he's funny. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> one of those guys. Yeah, so, oh my gosh, so super talented. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I see him in Barry, and I just I just think, oh my God, this is... Like, this could be one of the funniest guys in the world. And then, like, when you see him on interviews and stuff, he has no clue he's funny. Like, he... yeah. 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 No, I, I, love, I love people like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the second question I had, uh, what what's your most random request on Cameo that you get? Uh oh my gosh, that's a good question. Oh, I've gotten all sorts of stuff. Well, I don't know about the most random, but someone had just had a baby the other day, and I was doing the cameo, and then my grandma, she was in the other room, and she thought I was talking to her, and she's like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, grandma, I'm, I'm at, I'm giving congratulating um Ed and Bethany on their new baby. Ed, I didn't know Ed had a baby. No, not that that Ed. Um, that." Uh, and this all during kind of the video. I forget um, who it was for, um, but it was kind of fun. It was really fun. My grandma's awesome. Yeah. So they got a seven-minute cameo. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't that long. And I think my grandma, she was kind of playing along with the bit, too. I think she kind of knew. Uh, but but she, she's she's a real good actor, so it was, it was pretty funny. Or she just didn't know what was going on. I don't know, but either way, it was funny. And then uh, my last question for you is, uh, when when do you remember the very first time you did stand up, and how did that make you feel by wanting to continue doing it? Yeah, I did it the first time at this uh, open mic um, uh, in Venice uh, or Mar Vista uh, out in Los Angeles, and um, I bombed, and I, I pretty much didn't ever want to do stand up again. Uh, but I did. It took me like six months to get back up on stage, but I eventually did and, you know, and found out how to do it. But yeah, my first time I was awful. It was awful. I think, I think everyone's uh, first time is terrible. I remember my first time and I thought I did great, but my family thought I did terrible. <laughs> it's always the worst. <laughs> one thing about you did terrible. Maybe it's better that way. Maybe it's better. Deniability. Yeah. My my dad was like, I don't think people are supposed to walk out. <laughs> your dad's a good man. Your dad your dad uh, keeps you right. 
Yeah. Well, Charlie, uh, where can people wa watch your new special when it comes out? Um, you can watch it uh, on YouTube. Uh, it's coming out on YouTube um, at 2.22. Um, it's called Midwest Goodbye. And um, yeah, I, and I'll be live commenting on YouTube while we're doing it and all that sort of stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited too. And then final question, where can the folks at home follow and support you at? You can follow me. Uh, I'm plugging in so I don't lose you. Um, follow me anywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that, uh, at Charlie Barons and um, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm there and you can, you know, follow along, message me if I see that. You know, that's always fun. Or, or come see the show on uh, February 22nd on uh, YouTube's. And I'll reply to comments in, in real time. We're doing it, I believe, at uh, in the early evening. But just follow me and you'll see the, the official posting here soon. All right. Well, Charlie, thank you so much for spending time and talking to me. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, we were past meet. You know, I would love to meet you in person and take you out for a, a cheese thing. Now, I would love to have some of your cheese. We'll do a cheese exchange. How does that sound? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to be in Milwaukee in May for a week. So, you know, if you're not doing any shows. Yeah. 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 If I'm around, that'd be fun. You know? Yeah. Like, because um, I open for TJ Miller right now. So. Oh, you're doing TJ. Okay, cool. Well, let me know. Definitely let me know. I met TJ once in San Francisco. He's a very nice guy. Oh, yeah. He, he's amazing. You know, so yeah. I, I'm just really hoping he doesn't die on me. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> No, that was a bad joke because like oh. Saget died. oh yeah 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 oh god surprised anyone brings you on the road uh, <laughs> all right charlie where i love you buddy and have a great day man all right love you back have fun we'll see you all right bye all right guys that was my interview with charlie uh, baron subscribe rate review and tell a friend you're listening to razor riffs with keith razor and Alan Lee, right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, write, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there, www.stereo.com slash Keith and on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.